Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistics professor and the Burt Toes Arnie, Jake, gives you sports betting tips. I'm your host, Professor Sides. For the latest updates and information, you can find me on Twitter at Professor Sides. You can find my friend Jake on Twitter at my friend underscore Jake. This college basketball episode covers select games scheduled to be played on Thursday, November 17th, 2022. Each in here, check out the webpage on the banner. It's www.pickswiththeprofessor.com slash new for a primer and explanation. Otherwise, the goals for this episode are to share key information about these games, give you some things to think on, and explain why certain plays are being made. We never recommend blindly tailing or fading any paper, either to hear the justifications and thought processes to make sure you're fully on board with us or against us before investing your hard-earned money. Remember that Sideline has graded plays on every single game, but as always, take what you like and leave the rest. And if you have questions about these games or others, the best place to get those answers is on our Discord chat, which can be accessed through Patreon, link in the show description. As always, remember there are no locks in gambling, so what Sideline provides are loves, likes, and leans. That is A, B, and C grades. Indicate its confidence level with respect to scaling wagers. However, please understand that good and bad variants will occur, so as much as we'd like to say it will be profitable each and every day, that is an impossible reality for any gambler. Uh, Jake and I sold three and two day for you yesterday. Uh, I guess to get you a little bit off the schneid, I had to suffer uh, two of the four plays of the day losing by one point. Sorry. Sorry about that. So it's it's good at bad variance, right? That's just the way it goes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what are you going to do? Should, should have been a better day. Notre Dame up 19 with a minute and a half left. Can't yeah. That's yeah, really up good. 19 a minute and a half and, and wins by 13 or 12 or whatever it was. It's just, Texas, I mean, whoa, boy. Yeah, wow. I mean, I, I think we expected Gonzaga to score about in the seven, about 70 or so like they did. I, I don't think anybody saw almost a, a, a C-note from Texas. That, that was surprising. Yeah, that, that was insane. I mean, UAB did exactly what we talked about. Mm-hmm. And then we laid out almost the exact reasons to not pick Florida Gulf Coast as, <laughs> as they went two for a million from three and then Tennessee hit everything. So uh. yeah. And that's, and that's, ex- I'm mean, yeah. It, I, I hate that it was prophetic, but that was the exact <laughs> point of talking about. That was teams that shoot a lot of three balls or high variance. That's a lot of college teams these days. And that's why it's really a large sample size play. There are a couple of small sample size angles when you have certain inside information, guys not playing, you know, you could beat injury news, that sort of thing. But like, otherwise it's a, it's a high sample size play, even for a lot of the professionals. They're not betting every game, obviously, but they're they're not betting one game a night either because they understand that variance too. And if if they limit their plays, you're going to have these nights where just one team hits or one team doesn't. We we said we laid it all out and that's just the kind of the way it played out. Um, That's the way it goes, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I'm just happy that we're finally on the winning side of the record for a day. So there we go. Yep. All right. We'll see if we can keep that going today. Before we get to that, though, some reminders. Please hit that like button if you're on YouTube. Also, if you aren't yet, please consider subscribing or following. It's free. And if you turn on notifications, you won't miss any of the college basketball, MLB, or college football content this channel provides. I've already mentioned that Patreon, but check it out if you haven't yet. Lots of great benefits to be found there above and beyond what we do here. Membership starts at just $3 per month get you the place of the day www.patreon.com slash picks with the professor but even if you don't hit that up we are still thrilled to have you here let's get to it all lines courtesy of bet online sign up link in the show description and current as of the time of this recording on late wednesday night the a plus play of the days we're going to start off i think the a plays were positive like every day of the season up until Wednesday might've had one day that they were, but I mean, rocking and rolling, uh, you know, not as much wins or maybe not the last two days, but overall plays are profitable, but um, overall these plays have been killing it, but again, they don't all win and, and they're not going to win all every night. 
Um, but of all the A plays here for Thursday, your favorite is Wichita State and Richmond. Uh, Sideline says this should be Richmond minus 7.75. Um, total seems to be priced pretty spot on. The current number on this is Richmond minus 5.5. If you're with us on Patreon uh, at the $10 a month level, you already saw the screenshots. You already saw me lock this in as an angry plate at minus four and a half. Uh, Silent thinks that's a really short number. It's up to five and a half now, Jake. You still think that's too short. Why is Richmond even at minus five and a half your A-plus play of the day? Look, we've talked about them before on here uh, when we were, t- we were taking VMI. Uh, they're a very good team. They're very defensive first and – Burton is an amazing player, but the guy we kind of watch for is uh, Jason Nelson. He has been having a really good year and helping the scoring load with Burton. Uh, if he can just figure out how to make a jump shot or a free throw, he will absolutely be the best player on that team the way he's playing right now. I mean, he's he's shooting two eight- things most basketball players should try to do, but whatever, yeah. it's not important. Yeah, I mean, he's hitting eighteen percent from three and forty-seven percent from the line, but he's averaging fourteen points a game. So that means he is getting to the hole at all times uh just driving with his head down if, like since he leads the team in free throw attempts he can really if those free throws start falling then he could really add some extra points in and i expect he's working on that because i mean shooting below 50 is just that's unacceptable but and don't get confused on that last game looking at the score and stuff i know it was 90 92 uh they were down 14 and a half came back tied it up lost by two burton put up 38 uh nelson didn't play so great that game, but I think that uh, Charleston team is, is going to be a sneaky team this year. Um, but we, back to this game, Wichita State is struggling. Uh, they lost, losing to Alcorn State and only scoring and only scoring fifty seven, and that is real rough. Um, the other win was against a D two school, and doesn't really matter. But offensively, they are just real, real bad. Um, they're shooting forty two percent as a team from the floor, twenty two percent from the arc. And 66 percent from the free throw line. They just there's not much on the bench. Nothing, nothing really helping them. They're running about really a six man rotation of significant minutes, um, and they're just not a great defensive team either. I think Richmond wins us at home very easily. And I think you you bring up something we should talk about here. We've kind of mentioned a little bit before, which is as a reminder here. Earlier on in the season, a lot of times you have to figure out should you overreact or not. And there's times when you absolutely should that you see something in a team. Uh, we've talked a lot about you know like Louisville, for instance, or, or Syracuse, who you know again not looking good. It, seeing in their preseason game some concerning signs and kind of saying early on, we are going to overreact that, we, you know, there is something really happening here. That's a problem uh, or, or it could be a good thing, right? You know, a team that's performing really well. Um, and, and at times you definitely want to overreact and at times you don't, at times you want to just say, that's just one game. It, you know, it was kind of weird because of X, Y, Z or the team they're playing, you know, that sort of thing. And that's what you viewer, you know, kind of have to decide. And that's why I built the model to help us try to figure out when to react the right way. Uh, Jake, you're kind of making a point here on Wichita state. That awkward state game, concerning to lose like that at home. And if that's just, should you overreact or not to that? You're saying we should be overreacting. The model kind of agrees that that Richmond should be favored by more than this, that that was a concern uh, and, and kind of a, a leading indicator that Wichita State not good enough to hang in there in this game. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's, I don't think it'll be pretty for them. All right. To the best B side of all the B grade plays today, you like Mississippi State. Uh, sideline. Has them at minus 15. I locked them in earlier at minus 13 and a half. 
right now it's at 14 and a half. You still like them as your best B side. You think they can run away from this South Dakota team? Uh, Mississippi State, 3 0 on the season uh, mm-hmm. or early on in the season. But I mean, anytime you can start putting up wins and keep that loss column at zero, that's a good thing. Why are they your best B side here today? Look, they've not been tested yet, but I don't think it starts here. Akron is a good team and they handled them in a neutral site, which was probably more Akron than it was Mississippi State and Philadelphia. But uh, they they might be the only team that has covered against Arkansas Pine Bluff, and that might be saying something with the way they're which playing. Which is wild. <laughs> Weird statement to say. Um, yeah. They're very deep and very balanced. They've got two guys scoring in double figures, and they're both at 10. But they also put up – 80 points with the, with those kind of numbers against Arkansas Pine Bluff. Um, those two guys are Tolu Smith and DJ Jeffries who are playing very, very well and are a very good one-two punch. Um, really, uh, Tolu Smith and uh, DJ Jeffries are just really, really hard to stop. Uh, but, I mean, their defense is so good. And Chris Jans was a great hire from New Mexico State. Um, it's just going to be – they're going to be very tough. And probably I would – I'm almost saying that they're going to be an under team almost every time they play, um, except for when they – the rare occasion like Arkansas Pine Bluff. I'm not sure if that one went over, but when they get up in the 80s, it's going to be rare. I think it, they much rather play it playing like the 70s, low 70s, 60s. Um, but South Dakota got absolutely drilled by Wisconsin, and it's not a traditionally good Wisconsin team. And they beat Lipscomb, which is still pretty much a D2 school – and then they beat another D2 school called Dakota State that can't figure out which Dakota they're from, so they just chose both. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't they don't force a lot of turnovers, and that's going to be the issue. Like, there's if you're not forcing turnovers and you're not an absolute wagon scoring the ball, it's going to be tough to upset any team and like even cover these what I call like semi short numbers with like that 10 to 15 range. I think this one ends up. Run it, they end up running away with it and end up winning this by about 20 or so. Because I just I don't think South Dakota's got the talent and Mississippi State does. All righty, then to the Jake on a limb segment here where the model says it's priced pretty well, but Jake, you're seeing something the model isn't seeing. 3 p.m. Central, Murray State will play Texas A&M the first round of the Myrtle Beach Invitational Classic Tournament, whatever we're calling it, in South Carolina. Um, Southern says this should be Texas A&M minus 10.8. It's actually uh, 10.5. Jake, we we it's actually up to 12 right now. Sorry, it was typical for relative Texas A&M minus 12 right now. Uh, we've joked about Texas A&M with Cousin Jared, you know, now being a basketball school, given how rough their uh, football team is. Uh, tell us what your pick is for this game, since the model just kind of says, I don't know. Are you laying the 12 with Texas A&M? Or are you grabbing the 12 with Murray State? I'm laying the 12. I'm, I'm a big fan of the Texas A&M team. I think Buzz Williams and this team should get a lot more respect than what they are. They kind of got snubbed last year in the tournament for the, for the tournament and didn't get to go when they were – very high up there on everybody's rankings and just except for the committees. Uh, but they're yeah. a very, very good defensive team. Um, Henry Coleman and Wade Taylor, the Henry Coleman, the third and Wade Taylor, the fourth are just absolute outstanding players that, and they're playing very, very good. They're going to be really tough to keep under wraps. Uh, Henry Coleman is who the t- really quarterbacks that the team and offense, he's, He's not leading the scoring that's 
that's Taylor, but he's leading assists and rebounds and blocks, and I think he's up there in steals too. He's just a very, very solid player, uh, and they're they're just going to be a real force in the SEC, and I think really in March too. That just the way they play, um, and having a great coach like Buzz Williams, Murray State is still trying to find their footing after losing almost all their top talent um, and their coach. To, to LSU, and uh, most of them went to LSU. I mean, they brought back Prom, Steve Prom, but he had been gone for long enough that I don't think any of the players that are there remember him. Um, so he's still trying to figure everything out. They they got drilled by St. Louis. It wasn't even close as what the score said, and, like, their bench was a non-factor. I don't think they were running eight. They ran eight guys out there, but – Foul trouble is really the reason they had to run that many during the game. I mean, there's some guys that got minutes because it was a blowout, but um, and then they were out rebounded by 14 and gave up 16 offensive rebounds. That's going to be a spell disaster in this game because they're, they're outsized. They're going to be out muscled. I just, I think Texas A&M is going to run away with this one. All righty. So your pick here, Texas A&M minus 12 on a neutral site. So the must see TV slot. Look, it's Thursday. Uh, it's like a little bit of March Madness happening here with some of these tournaments. Uh, we're going to go to another tournament in South Carolina. Apparently, if you want to host a college basketball tournament, you need to be in South Carolina. It's a Charleston. Uh, Furman at Penn State, 10.30 a.m. Central Time. It's 11.30 a.m. local time tip. So uh, you can probably stream this one on your computer, you know, especially you got two monitors, you know, you got a little minimize. got the work button, the minimize button. Keep it up on your phone, whatever you're going to do. This is the one of the games here that you circled as – must-see TV game. It should be a tight contest. Uh, I locked in Penn State minus two. Sideline says it should be Penn State by about four. At the current moment, it's Penn State minus two and a half, so a very similar number to what I locked in. Uh, Jake, in this must-see TV spotty, and I've got Penn State minus two as a B-grade pick, uh, are you laying the two and a half with Penn State, or are you taking the two and a half with Furman? I'm laying the two and a half. Uh, this Penn State team – I'm not, I had the wrong idea, and I'm adjusting. I'm coming into the year, and I'm adjusting. I, I, after watching that Butler game, they they're on a roll. Um, they that Butler game was not as close as a, as the final score. They they kind of yeah, like, they, they controlled that game. Yeah, and then, for, for the first thirty whatever seven minutes, thirty six minutes, and then just kind of like whatever, we're we're good. Yeah, yeah, and that, the, which thank you because we got the backdoor cover there. Yeah, uh, so yep. I appreciate that. Uh, yep. but it's nice and kind. <laughs> This is should be a really good game. I mean, this Furman team was so close to making the tournament last year. Lost to Chattanooga, who lost by one to Illinois, and really led the whole game except for the time yeah. Illinois took the yeah. lead in the tournament. So, and this they split with Chattanooga throughout the year. They returned their two guards back from that team, which are very very good. Uh, they just beat Belmont, handled them, and uh, what was his name? Uh, I forget the guard's name, but he had a triple-double that night with points, assists, and rebounds, and he will always be a threat for that with how he plays. Uh, they are very, very solid. They just uh, they don't have enough on the bench, and that's where it really comes down to on this one because uh, Penn State plays fast. They play a lot of guys. And they shoot the lights out. Uh, I really think they're going to have – it should be a good game. I don't think they're going to blow, blow them out. I think Penn State probably gets this one – five to eight range depending on how free throws go and stuff. But this Penn State team could could be something to watch out for if they if they keep shooting like they are right now. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and it's it's a good point. You know, you know the model faded Penn State in their opener against I think it was Winthrop. Um, terrible call. I mean, the model has done pretty well so far, but uh, again, it's not going to get everything. And that one uh, was definitely wrong. And like you said, uh, we got kind of lucky with the Butler cover um, during that last game. So yeah, the model like you is definitely kind of adjusting and saying, hey, this Penn State team, uh, much better than we thought it would be initially. They're they're looking pretty impressive. So model is a B-grade pick on Penn State. Um, and you also are laying the two and a half in the must-see TV slot. Uh, to the overtime slot, Slot, another game, just want to get in real quick here. Um, 5 p.m., Missouri, Kansas City at Kansas State. This is a uh, little brother, big brother type game, I guess. Anytime, I, you know, UMKC, I guess, can go up against Kansas, Kansas State, Missouri, any of these teams, right? They they want to show them who's boss. Of course, the, the, the issue that they're going to have is that this Kansas State team, pretty solid. Uh, sideline says that this should be almost a 20 point spread. Uh, I was able to lock in 17 and a half with Kansas state. It's at 18 and a half, uh, right now, but Kansas state's pretty solid. UMKC not, I mean, this is a massive mismatch here. Tough environment to play at, uh, there in the octagon. Going to be, going to be a tough one here from UMKC. I think it's kind of the thought process, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, um, Especially coming off that Illinois loss, woo, that was that was embarrassing. Um, they also lost to a D school, D two school this year, and they lost to LSU at LSU. They're, it's just not going to be a fun year to be. I think they're the Kangaroos, or are they just Roos? Whatever, right. whatever they are, it's not going to be a fun year to be their fan. Um, Kansas State absolutely murdered uh, UT Rio Grande. Grande Valley, however you say it, uh, at home. They just beat – they went on the road to beat California at nine, and I think California is going to be a sneaky, fairly decent team. But what's – got to take a second here and be absolutely amazed that Keontae Johnson is back playing uh, basketball after collapsing on the, in the middle of the game at Florida. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he's back playing, it's like he never sat out for – what was he out? Almost two years. Um, he's leading the team in scoring. He's everywhere. He's playing like he has not missed a beat. Uh Noel uh, Noel is being a huge recipient of this because Tomlin and him are playing out of their minds good right now, and Noel is getting the average seven assists, and it's going to be a threat for a double-double assist every night as long as those two guys are playing like that. Kansas City just does not have enough talent on this roster to really get in the way of Kansas State. I think they win this by at least 20. Yeah, Ken Palm's got them around 300, and, and that's kind of what we've seen from them. They're they're not the worst team in college basketball, but they're they're definitely not a good team. Uh, you know, Kansas State probably not quite as good as Illinois is, uh, but you know, their best their best showing was losing by 11 at LSU, and uh, they could absolutely lose this game by 11 as well. But I mean, that was the top showing. Uh, it's hard to count the win, and you know that sort of situation, but the, the other loss they had to the D2 school and then the Illinois game, I mean, two of their three were a lot rougher. And if they play like that, this is going to be a 30 point game by, by the end of it. Yeah. That's, uh, I'm, I'm worried that it's going to be, or I should be worried. I really don't have a rooting interest in either one of these teams, but uh, <laughs> no, no dog in the fight. <laughs> yeah. but it's, uh, should be, it's going to be interesting to keep an eye on Kansas state and see how they do it this year. Yeah, I think the Big 12 basketball is a lot like football where you got some teams at the top that are pretty good and then that middle, bottom, 
all of them could be pretty good, right? And that's what we saw in football. Like someone's going to kind of fall to the bottom of the pack, but it may not even be because they're that bad. It's just because they, someone's got to lose those games. Uh, you got a lot of interesting teams in the Big 12. Obviously, you got Texas and Kansas uh, and Baylor up at the top, but they're still pretty good teams below yeah. them that, that not bad. Just like we decided on the college football show, that te- Texas is now a basketball state, no longer worried about football <laughs> outside of TCU. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. The one, the one school who's like, no, we're, we're still going to be good at football. The rest of them are like, no, we're just going to focus on basketball. Apparently who knew? Um, Alrighty. Well, that's the five games that we're going to cover here today. Jake, any parting words? Yeah. This one got shot down in the pre-show stuff, but St. John, <laughs> St. John's in Nebraska. I know it sounds weird to say this. Keep your eye on St. John's. They are a fun team to watch. If you're bored, I think they're playing about six 30. There shouldn't be any football on or anything yet. Throw it on. Watch it. Could be entertained. Yeah, I, I vetoed that as the must-see game viewer because they're favored by like 10 and a half. Like I, I cannot in good conscience say a must-see TV game has a spread of 10 and a half. It's gotta, there's gotta be some rules around here, right? That the must-see TV game's gotta at least have a spread within like six or seven, you know, like at least make it we think it's gonna be competitive, right? We oh, yeah, we think I'm St. Good. John's is gonna is gonna handle Nebraska pretty handle. Now watch Nebraska's gonna win. I'm just gonna look like a fool because that's the way sports go, right? Look, I'm just saying I'm just trying to make everybody more educated and rounded for basketball in March. You gotta get, you gotta watch some Big East. You gotta watch Big Ten. You also gotta watch these small schools. You gotta know who you're talking about when you're in your entering your bracket pool, uh, so that we can lose to the person who's never seen any of this yes. and pick, <laughs> it picks based off of mascots and colors, right? I mean, that's yes. just the way it goes, too. Exactly how that works. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for tuning into this episode of Picks with the Professor. Don't forget to subscribe so you can ensure all the sports betting content we've brought on this channel is dropped right into your feed. We've already got those three college football episodes recorded, and if they're not up yet, uh, they will be shortly, and we'll be back again tomorrow with more college basketball betting content. Until then, as always, best of luck, and remember, you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money. <laughs>